Hey y'all, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia, aka Shay, and I am one half of Obedience Podcast with my co-host Ashley, aka Ash. And here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is just to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below and that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. And if you happen to be listening to us on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button to keep up with all of our latest episodes. But if you are a returning subscriber or listener, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 8 of Obedience Podcast. And today, we are starting a brand new series, since it's a brand new month in the year 2022. So, when I sat down, I wondered to myself, hmm, what is this series going to be about? And I looked at my calendar, and I realized that the month of March was going to bring a new season. And Holy Spirit just laid on my heart, spring forward. And I was like, ooh, that's good, Lord. That's real good. And I just put it in my memory bank and just kept on going about my day. But little did I know what God was going to do with those two little words. God is so divine because at the time, I did not know the significance of those two words and how important it would be in my life in the month of February and the month of March and the rest of the months of this upcoming year. But I do know now that those two words have really kept me in this season of my life. So this series this month is going to be very personal and it's going to be hot. That's honest, open, and transparent because we are springing forward. The objective of this series is to encourage believers to accept the new season that God is bringing into your life, whether it's expected or unexpected. The anchor scripture for this series will be Isaiah 43, 19, and I am going to read it out of the NIV version. It says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So that is going to be the anchor scripture for this series. But in this in-depth Bible study episode, we are going to talk about the group of people who had the most new seasons in the Bible that I could think of, and that's the people of Israel, the Israelites. So we're going to talk about three of their new seasons in particular. The first season we're going to talk about is when they moved from Canaan to Egypt in Genesis chapter 46, and then we're going to talk about their move from Egypt to the wilderness in Exodus, and then we're going to move to Numbers and talk about their move from the wilderness of Sinai to the wilderness of Paran. So get your Bibles and notebooks ready and let's do a deep dive into this Bible study. 
All right. So like I mentioned, the first season we are going to talk about is the Israelites move from Canaan to Egypt that occurred in Genesis 46. So in this chapter, Jacob is getting ready to leave Canaan to actually move to Egypt where his son Joseph is located. Now, I did do a full story on Joseph in two parts during the Makeup and Ministry series. So if you have not checked out those two episodes, please go and check that out. When you finish this episode, it's a great beat to my face and also a great Bible story as well. So like I mentioned, Jacob is getting ready to move from Canaan to Egypt because there's a famine in the land. And God actually made provisions where Joseph is located in Egypt for the Israelites. So they are getting ready to move over there to where there's a surplus of food. And this actually brings me to my first point. The Lord knows when the environment around you is famine and it's no longer providing you with what you need. Now, this famine in your life, it may be a person, it may be a city, it may be a house, it may be an apartment, it may be a school, whatever it is. The Lord knows when it's time for you to move from that thing because it's dried up and it's no longer providing you what you need. And it's time for you to go where he's provided the provision that you need. So when you're in situations like this, pray to God and ask him, God, are you trying to move me out of this current season of my life and move me into a new season? And if he says yes, be prepared to get up and move to the next season that he has for you. So Jacob was doing just that. He was packing up his family and moving to the place where God provided the necessary provisions that he needed. And Jacob had a family of 70 people that needed to move to Egypt with him. And I'm sure this filled Jacob with so much anxiety and worry because he was doing something new. And I'm sure some of his family members were grumbling like, I don't want to leave. Like, this is my hometown. Are you sure this is the correct thing that you're doing? I don't think that you should do it. Blah, 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 blah. You know, those naysayers. But the night before Jacob was set to leave, God actually came to him in a vision. In Genesis 46, 3-4, it says, God spoke to him in the vision saying, I am God. The God of your father, do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also bring you back. Joseph will close your eyes when you die. And that actually brings me to my second point that I want to make. God will always provide you the reassurance that you need when you're getting ready to go into a new season. And he provided this to Jacob in this vision. When God is getting ready to move you into a new season, he will always provide you a lifeline, a clue, reassurance, peace that surpasses all understanding. He'll bring somebody to you to be like, yeah, that's good. You know, somebody that you've never even seen before, but he will always provide you the reassurance that you need to know that you heard him correctly. Yeah, it's time to move. And he did this for Jacob. Like I mentioned, he said, do not be afraid. I will go down to Egypt with you and I will bring you back. If God gives you peace and reassurance about a situation, stand on what God said. And don't let anyone waver the decision that God already told you is A-OK. -okay. Stick to what God told you to do. 
and not what the world thinks you should do. And Jacob and his 70-person clan packed up and headed to Egypt the next day. And God did make them into a great nation in Egypt. And he provided so much for them while he was in Egypt. And he protected them while they were in Egypt. But then we have to move to the Israelites next season, which happens 430 years later. Now, 430 years later, the Israelites actually grew from 70 people to 600,000 people, okay? So, the Lord really did make them into a great nation. Since it's many years later, there is now a different pharaoh in charge of the people of Egypt. And this particular pharaoh was not fun of the Israelites at the time. He was actually afraid of the people because they were becoming too large for him. And this frightened him. And this brings me to my third point. The Lord will move you from a place if you are getting too large for it. The Israelite people had grew from 70 people to 600,000 people. He knew it was time for them to leave the land of Egypt because they were getting too large for the environment there that they are in. So you may be too large for the career that you're in. You may be too large for the group of friends that you have. Or you may be too large for the house that you're in. He needs to move you to another house. But when you're getting too large for the environment that you are in, the Lord knows this. And he is going to get ready to move you into a new season to fit the capacity that he's put inside of you. Don't hesitate to make this move when he gives it to you. You don't want to be stuck somewhere that you're too large for, do you? And can you imagine how uncomfortable that would be? So you have to get ready to make that move. In Exodus 12, 29 through 42, the Israelites at the command of God pick up and leave Egypt and head to the wilderness. And that brings me to my fourth point. God is intentional and he makes no mistakes. In Exodus 13, 17, it states, God did not lead them along the road to the land of the Philistine, even though it was nearby. For God said, the people will change their minds and return to Egypt if they face war. So he led the people around toward the Red Sea along the road of the wilderness. And the Israelites left the land of Egypt in battle formation. He knew his people and he knew, hey, if I let them stay too close to Egypt, they just going to head right back to Egypt. So I got to get them as far from their old season as possible so they can walk into this new season that I'm trying to get them into. He didn't want them to revert back to their old ways. So he actually took them through the wilderness. So sometimes God will remove you so far from your old season and everything just seems new. And you're like, God, why is this going on? Like everything around me is so unfamiliar I'm so uncomfortable I don't like this new place it's so far from what I'm used to but that's what he wants that's where he's doing his pruning that's where he's growing you and that brings me to my next point which is my fifth point at times God will keep you in the wilderness just because you're in the wilderness doesn't mean that you took the wrong path doesn't mean that you hurt him wrong doesn't mean that you're in a bad season or you miss God's word sometimes he has you in the wilderness for a reason this is when he's doing his pruning he's very intentional he's a very intentional God and he's protecting you from something or someone in that wilderness and sometimes that something can be yourself 
Hello. He's guiding you to work on that skill, to work on that talent, to work on that book, to work on your ministry, whatever it is. He's guiding you to work on it in the wilderness at that time. Thrive in your wilderness. Don't just sit there and twiddle your thumbs. Thrive in your wilderness. Learn what you need to learn. Do the pruning in your season of being underneath the ground. What is that? The season of growing? I don't know, child. I'm not a farmer. Keep doing the work and stay close to him in that season. And that actually brings me to my next point, which in my notes is point six. If y'all have been keeping up with these points, the Lord will guide you during your new season. As the people of Israel were traveling through the wilderness, they were actually guided by a pillar of clouds that the Lord rested in in the day and then a pillar of fire that the Lord rested in at night. So in Exodus 13, 22, it says, The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night never left its place in front of the people. We have to remember that when we are going into a new season, God will not leave us. He is going to be right in front of us, guiding us throughout the way. He led us into that season. He's not just going to leave us behind in that season. He's going to be right there standing beside you, ten toes down, as you're going through your new season. This is something that I have to tell myself right now because at times I'll get overwhelmed, I'll get fearful, I'll get lonely. Then I have to remind myself, hey, God is right there beside you. He's walking you through this, leaning to him, leaning to his guidance, leaning to his understanding. He has you here for a reason. He did not bring this into fruition for him just to leave you and have you like, oh, he is guiding you. He is with you the entire time. And yes, I know the wilderness can be terrifying. Like I said, I'm in this season right now. But if we think about the actual wilderness that the Israelites were in at this time, it was a desert land. And in the day, the desert is super hot and dry, but the Lord was actually over them in a cloud. And y'all know when the clouds cover the sun, it's a shade over you. It's protecting you from those UV rays. And then at night, the desert can be very cold. And you know what God did? He provided fire of warmth over the people as they were walking through the desert. And this just brings me to my next point. God will always provide what you need in your new season. God knew that the people needed protection in the day and then they needed warmth during the night. He knows what you need and he will give you what you need in that new season because he placed you there for a reason. He's prepared for whatever you're afraid of. He's place the preparedness inside of you and he's placed the people that you need the things that you need the revenue that you need the likes that you need the subscribers that you need the decision board that you need whatever it is he's provided it already in front of you so you don't have to worry about oh how is this going to happen if it's for you then it will happen we have to remember that isaiah twenty two twenty two says what he opens no one can close what he closes no one can open so what God has for you is for you. And no human, no enemy can shut the door that God has already opened for you. The pillar 
of cloud and the pillar of fire, it actually brings another point as well other than him providing. It brings my next point that God will protect you. Now, in Exodus 14, verse 5, the Egyptians are actually in pursuit of the Israelites because they're trying to bring them back to Egypt because Pharaoh just like, hey, I want them people back. But in verse 19, we actually see the protection of God through that pillar that's God and the people of Israel. So in verse 19, it says, the angel of God who was going in front of the Israelites forces moved and went behind them. The pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian and Israelites forces. There was cloud and darkness. It lit up the night and neither group came near the other all night long. And after the cloud moved, eventually the Israelites came to the Red Sea. And then that's when God parted the Red Sea and provided a way for them to get to the other side. And then he also provided a way to get rid of the Egyptians as well. In verse 25, it says, He caused their chariot wheels to swerve and made them drive with difficulty. And one of the Egyptians actually says, Let's get away from Israel because the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. The Lord will fight your battles. The Lord will protect you. Now, we saw in chapter 13 in Exodus that that pillar did not leave from in front of the people. It guided them the whole time. But the only time that it got ready to move was when it was time to fight for the people. God will protect you in your new season that he has you in. No foe, no enemy can come against you. If God is on your side, and we have to remember that, whatever attack comes near us, God has. The wilderness can be terrifying, like I mentioned, but we just have to remember that we have protection and provision from the Lord in the wilderness. Do not be afraid. So like I mentioned, now the Israelite people are in the wilderness of Sinai, and they actually stay there for two years before it's time to move to the next season that God is placing in their life, and that actually happens in Numbers chapter 9, and we are going to start at verse 15. The cloud that I discussed in Exodus, that previous season, it's still guiding the people of Israel, except now it actually has a dwelling place. So at this time, the tent of testimony has actually been created. The tabernacle, if y'all have ever heard of that, it's actually been created for the people of Israel. And God actually rests above the mercy seat. And whenever the cloud would lift from the mercy seat all the way to the top of the tent where everybody in the village could see then the people knew, hey, it's time to move. So they were still being guided by this cloud. Now, many years later in the year 2022 that we're in now, we don't have the luxury of seeing this actual cloud that God dwells in. We actually have something entirely better because God dwells inside of us thanks to our Savior, Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, Don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple and that the Spirit of God lives in you? And my next point is God dwells inside of you. So we have to remember this, especially in new seasons, that God is not far away. In new seasons, it can be very overwhelming. And you may think, oh, I don't think I heard from God, right? Where is God? 
I don't see him. I think he's missing. But we have to remember to quiet the noise that's around us and go into fasting, go into prayer, sacrifice sleep and wake up early or stay up late to spend that quiet time in the morning or that quiet time in the dead of night to actually hear the nudgings, the guidance, the confirmation that you can get from God because he dwells on the inside of you. Basically, in this point, I'm just reminding you that God does speak to you and live inside of you. He's never that far away. When you get ready to move into a new season, that's not the time to draw away from God. That's not the time to pluck him out of your heart and just say, we don't want to be like Jonah when God told him to go to Nineveh. We should draw near to God. We should go deeper inside of ourselves and actually listen to his guidance and what he's telling us to do when we're in that new season. Because we need him more than we've ever needed him in a new season. And then once you're dwelling in God's presence and hearing from God and leaning on his peace and all of that things, then we can do what the Israelites did in Numbers 9 verse 17 where it says, Whenever the cloud was lifted up above the tent, the Israelites would set out at the place where the cloud stopped. There the Israelites camped. When you hear God's commands, move. Spring forward. Whenever God tells us to move, we want to move. We want to listen to that cloud that's in our heart that God dwells in. Our heart will let us know when it's time to move. We don't want to be like the Israelites when they actually rebelled against God's command in a couple of chapters over. So let's go ahead and move to Numbers chapter 13. So remember back in Genesis 46 when I said that God told Jacob that he would bring his people back to Canaan, which was a promise. And we know that God is a promise keeper. So in Numbers 13, God actually sends 12 men to go and scout the land of Canaan to kind of give the people a preview of the land that's coming their way. So the 12 men, they go and check out the city and they see that the city is thriving with milk and honey. But the land was inhabited already and the inhabitants were strong and there were a lot of them. And for two of these men, that really didn't matter. Like they were just excited about the land and they were excited and waiting in expectation for the land that God was going to give to them. But the other 10 men, they were extremely overwhelmed by what they saw. And that brings me to my 10th point. Don't let the enormity of the plan slash vision God gives to you scare you away from what God has for you. And that's a word for myself. So I really want y'all to let that sink in because I'm going to let that sink in. Whew, yes. God will reveal huge things to you. Things that you're just like, mm, I don't know if I could do that. Mm, I don't really know if I had it inside of me, Lord. Hmm, I don't have the capacity for that right now, Lord. But that's a lie. You can conquer anything that God has for you. He's already given you everything that you need on the inside of you to conquer that plan or he would have never given you the vision in the first place. He doesn't just show you stuff to tempt you. He shows you stuff to show, hey, this could be what you have. This is what I have planned for you. This is what I want for you. He's not a tempter. He's an inspirer. He's trying to inspire you to get to where he wants you to be. The real thing that he has for you in life. We need to be like the scout named Caleb. 
in verse 30, it says, Then Caleb quieted the people in the presence of Moses and said, Let's go up now and take possession of the land because we can certainly conquer it. That's how we need to be when God shows us big plans and visions. Like, okay, let's go. Let's go. I got this, Lord. What you need me to do? Put me in, coach. That's how we need to be when God gives us huge visions and plans. We need to be ready. Even if we don't feel ready, we need to get ready. We need to get excited. We need to have cheerleaders and flipping and jumping and all that stuff. We don't want to be like the Israelites who, instead of listening to the scout Caleb, they decided to listen to the other 10 negative reports of the land because those people were so scared of the inhabitants of that land. They lied and said, mm, that land is no good. It's a no for me. Do you want to reject the promise, the vision, the plan that God has for your life? Do you really want to reject that? In Numbers 14.2, the Israelites went as far as to say, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? They wanted to go back to captivity because they were so afraid of where the Lord was taking them. You don't want this to be you. What sense does it make to be so afraid of where God is going to take you as if he's not going to be there? Yeah, it may be scary, but that's the enemy getting into you. He doesn't want you to fulfill the plan that God has for your life because he knows the plan God has for your life is going to propel you and propel the next person to be a Christian and propel the next person to get into the kingdom and the next person to accept Jesus and the next person and the next person and the next person. So he's going to do everything that he can to make you afraid to get into what God truly has for you because he knows what it's going to benefit and it's not him. It's going to benefit God. Don't refuse the promise that God gives to you. The refusal that the Israelites did, it actually caused them to die in the wilderness. It's in verse 28. And the thing is, it wasn't even God's fault. They requested to die. They said, if only we die. Don't forfeit your new season based off whatever reason that you're trying to forfeit it. With me, it's fear, to be honest, open and transparent. With me, a lot of the times, I'm like, I'm not going to do it because I'm too scared. With you, it may be trust. You may be too comfortable where you're at. Whatever it is, don't let that thing steal the promise, the vision, the plan that God has for your life. The devil doesn't deserve that. We need to be like Caleb, bringing up him again. In Numbers 14, 24, it says, But since my servant Caleb has a different spirit and has remained loyal to me, I will bring him into the land where he has gone, and his descendants will inherit it. Let's have a different spirit like Caleb. Let's remain loyal to God like Caleb. Let's thrive in that promise like Caleb. So our next generation can benefit. And the next generation after that. And the next generation. Let's have a different spirit. Now the main purpose of this series. Is to avoid what happened in Numbers 13 and 14. That was what I wanted you guys to take heed to. I want you to propel straight into your new season. I want you to propel straight into Canaan. I don't want you to have to forfeit 40 years 
are completely missed the promise. So as you are navigating in this new season in your life, I just want you to remember the words that the Lord gave to me in this study and trust the plans that God has for you. My life scripture I have decided in this season is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And if you are a loyal listener, you have heard me say this plenty of times. But it is something that I definitely have to lean on because I cannot trust myself in this season. I don't have the capability to get myself through this. Only God can. And that's why I lean on Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Because it's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I just want to continue to submit. I want to continue to yield. I want my paths to be straight. I don't want the enemy to win. I want to see. I want to thrive. I want to live in the new season that God has for me. And I don't want to forfeit that. And I don't want you to forfeit that. God has you. And remember, you are not alone. Because I'm in this too. I keep saying, I'm currently walking through this. So just know that you're not alone. If you need a prayer, reach out to me. If you need encouragement, reach out to me. I'm right here. We got this. We got to stand in it. Stand firm. And continue to spring forward. So if you happen to be watching this and you've never even accepted Jesus as your savior or you can't remember a time where you did, right now is the perfect opportunity for you to do so. We always like to provide you guys the opportunity to accept Christ as your savior because that's the main purpose of what we are to do in this world is to get everyone to Jesus, to save everyone, for everyone to have eternal life. So, through Jesus Christ, we are actually offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. So, if you would like to accept Jesus as your Savior, all you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, just that simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ. And we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. If you did repeat that, pray after me. The next important step is to connect with a Bible teaching church. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And the next step that you should take is to purchase our Reborn Workbook. It is a great tool for anyone who is a new Reborn believer and that link is down below. So that is all that I have for you guys today. I want to thank y'all so much for watching this video. A special thanks to everybody who's currently in the chat it is so appreciated. Thank you for spending your Saturday morning with us. And if you're watching the replay, it is appreciated as well. Actually, right now, do me a favor and go down below in the comment section and comment hashtag replay. So I know 
that you're watching the replay and I want to give you a special thank you I really do appreciate it and if you are watching be sure to hit that like button do not forget that and subscribe if you haven't and then hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload and if you're listening to us on any of our podcasts and platforms please 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 leave us a review it helps us go a long way in the podcasting community so definitely leave a review and then if you are listening or watching share this with five of your friends let them know that in this new season that we have to continue to spring forward so definitely share this with five of your friends and do not forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms i'll be sure that they are on the screen for you right now and then if you do have any prayer requests be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will always stand in agreement with you and like always we do have a free principle for you all this month i actually want to do some scripture memorization cards for you all as you're going through this season you will need to remember some vital scriptures so i did create some scripture memorization cards for you all so sign up for our email list down below and you can get a free copy of that material so next tuesday there will not be an interview for this month tuesday is my goddaughter's birthday and we're gonna celebrate with her so we are taking the tuesday off but you can use that tuesday to catch up on any of our interviews that you have missed i'll be sure to put the playlist right above for you to click on that link to check out any interviews that you've missed all right, so I am going to go ahead and get up out of here. I cannot wait to see you guys next week with Ashley. So again, I want to thank y'all so much for watching. I really appreciate it. I hope that this video found you blessed. And I also pray that it left you blessed as well. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.